Hey, hey, friend. Welcome to Q&A Monday. Today's question comes from Shelby in Tennessee, and she writes, Hey, Lee, I wanted to say how much I love your podcast. My sister sent it to me, I think just after your first week, and I've been a loyal listener ever since. You've opened my eyes to more relaxed homeschool lifestyle that I am excited to try out. I was actually homeschooled kindergarten through 12th grade, and the least I can say is I am very pro-homeschool. But back to my question. I just listened to your podcast about decluttering, which was great. My question kind of goes along with that one. What schoolwork do you keep, if any, for each grade? My mom literally just cleared out her school store of homeschool papers from my kindergarten, and I'm now 30 years old. I have the urge to keep every worksheet my kindergartner does, but I like to know what I should actually keep for proof. I'm looking forward to your future podcasts and gleaning from your wisdom. Shelby, this is a fantastic question. Thank you for that encouragement. Thank you for um, your sister sharing the podcast uh, with you. I so appreciate it. So let's jump into and answer Shelby's question right now. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. This question comes at the perfect time as we are winding down or have already probably finished up your homeschool year, and you're looking at your homeschool space, whether you have a whole room, you have a cart, you have a couple of baskets, whatever it is, you're looking and you're thinking, what do I keep? Ironically, I just happened to share about this a few weeks ago in my recent email that I send out, just a newsletter once a week. And it just kind of was something that just struck me because I was thinking about it and figured others were maybe as well. So this is actually a perfect timing. If you are not on the email list, you should do so. I share some extra stuff in that email. So you're going to go ahead and check out the Link is in the show notes, so just go ahead and click on that, and you can put your name and your email in, and you'll be on the list. That's it. Super simple. So I want to go back to when I started homeschooling, and I felt such pressure. We lived in a state then that I had to submit a portfolio with uh, some examples of the kids' work from throughout the year, not for all grades, but for the grades that were high enough that I had to do that. And I felt a lot of pressure to produce this beautiful portfolio and to just have this great image of it. And then to not only just keep the portfolio, which would have acted as my quote unquote proof, but I felt like I had to keep all of the paperwork, all the math books, all of the English books, just every single piece of paper that they had ever done anything on. And I think I remember keeping everything for at least that first year. My kids were pretty young at that time, first grade and third grade. And then I was like, you know, no one's asking for this stuff. So maybe I can just chuck some of it, throw it away. And I felt a little guilty at first, but here we are just finishing up our 11th year and 
We've had two moves during that time. One of them was a pretty big move to a different state and then just moving within that state like 30 minutes away. So with those two moves, you can't bring everything. And I think that that move from one state to another was really a big catalyst. And I actually threw, and I've talked about this before, I've gotten rid of a lot of things with that. James is like, we are book heavy. We can't bring all of these books. And that was a little bit hard. But when it came to the school papers and paperwork, and I was like, I am not traveling with this stuff and then finding a place for it there. So for me, though, it was easy to get over that guilt because we moved. And I understand that most people don't find themselves in that type of situation. But just know that it is, it's normal to feel like, oh, I need to keep everything or feel a little guilty if I get rid of things. Or what if the state comes and asks me for this information and I don't have it? Let's right now have a realistic conversation about this. And I'm going to answer the question. So the first thing I would say is you need to consult your state's homeschool regulations. Do they require any proof every year? Do they require you to hold on to things? Do they just require you to provide some proof? They check it off. And once you have that paperwork saying that that school year was approved, you're good to go and you can move on because that is your proof that you did the work. So you really first thing always with this type of scenario is knowing what your homeschool regulations say so that you can stay within those boundaries and you know your rights and you also know your responsibilities. And I know that homeschool regulations and you're like, oh my goodness, this is the law. This is so overwhelming and so scary. And I felt the same exact, totally the same exact way. I know how you're feeling if you're listening to this right now and you're saying, I'm getting ready to homeschool and I'm in a state that's pretty strict or it, my state isn't strict. So I feel like too it's too loosey-goosey where you're like, I have no idea even what I'm supposed to, what are you talking about homeschool regulations? <laughs> it really is something actually that stops some people from homeschooling. And that really makes me sad because it shouldn't stop you from homeschooling. It's not impossible. If you look out, there are millions of us who are homeschooling. So it's not anything that is impossible. And it is for this exact reason that there is an entire lesson in Clarify Your Homeschool about the homeschool law. And everything that follows it kind of goes back to and makes sure that we stay within those regulations. Whether we like it or not, that there are state laws, that there are homeschool regulations, until we can do something about that or make a difference or change that, we need to stay within that so that we can continue to homeschool. And so Clarify Your Homeschool, I know I, it's, it's such a blessing to come alongside and talk through the homeschool law with the different moms in the program and say, so this is what you need to do. And you just see like, oh, that's, that's what I need to do. Okay, I can do that. And I'm like, yeah, yes, you definitely can. It's just one of the many areas that we're able to dive in and able to support and walk alongside you and see just the, wow, okay, I can do this. And the growth and the confidence that moms gain from going through the step-by-step -step program that I have laid out and clarify your homeschool. So the second thing I want to mention here is really about like, what do we keep? What do we not keep? And it's a personal preference. First thing I would say is how much space do you have to hold on to everything? Let's be realistic. We also need to work with our own personalities and our own preferences if it makes you feel a little bit more safe, more comfortable holding on to paperwork, 
then go ahead and do that. But here's a suggestion. If that's you, try keeping things for a few years. And then I want you to take one day, maybe two years from now, three years from now. And I want you to think back and I want you to count the amount of times in the past two or three years that you have needed that paperwork, that you have needed that math sheet that your daughter did in kindergarten and now she's in third grade. I want you to count how many times you needed it. And if you needed it a lot of times, I give you full permission to continue to hold on to it. If you needed it zero times, I want you just to get rid of it. <laughs> I know this might be hard for some people, but it's okay to, to get rid of things. When your kids were, or if your kids were ever in public school, when they came home and at the end of the year, did you hold on to all their paperwork? No, because we just assumed, well, the school will hold on to the paperwork that they need. Uh, they didn't hold on to the paperwork either. They pitched it. I'm sure they either have a big bonfire, not really, but the dumpster is full, full of papers and full of notebooks and all kinds of things. Or your kiddo came home and you guys had a bonfire <laughs> or you shredded it or you just threw it in the garbage, recycled it, whatever you did. And you just assume, well, they were in the school, so it's okay. When, if you live in a state, especially that has you, has correspondence back and forth. That's what I have. When the end of the school year comes and they say, okay, your homeschool year is approved. It's the same as if your kid was in school. It's the same type of thing. They've approved the year, the year is done and you can get rid of it. Now I do want to say that I really highly encourage you to keep some artwork because when they're little and stuff, it's so cute. Cause I know Shelby said hers uh, kiddo is in kindergarten and it's fun to keep that artwork. I'm not saying you have to keep everything because every if you kept everything that they ever drew any type of crayon mark on, you'll have a lot of stuff. So something fun that I did was my kids, all three of them did go to preschool at like three years old. And it was the same program that they went to, the same uh, nursery school. And the teacher had them draw a picture of themselves during that third grade year. And so I kept that and I have a self-portrait. I think they all drew it in marker. I have a self-portrait of every single one of my kiddos when they were three years old. And I dug those out. I kept just, you know, minimal, but some artwork. And I'm really glad I kept that because it was really fun because then I went and framed it and I have it hanging in my house right now. And they are between the ages of 14 and 19. And so it's, it's been kind of fun to see that. So keep some artwork. Keep some, maybe some paper, some writing. If maybe they wrote a paper, keep it just for nostalgia, nostalgia, get that word out, uh, sake, just for yourself. You can frame that kind of stuff too, especially if it's a, something funny or something that really resonates with their personality. So I'm not saying you have to get rid of everything. There just is a balance. Now let's talk about specifically high school the older grades. Now Shelby had a kindergartner, but some of you have older kiddos. You have a high schooler. Now this is not legal advice, but it's just is my own preference and just kind of a balance between keeping things and, you know, getting rid of things, but just being, I guess, not being naive or ignorant about what could happen in a few years from the time that I graduate a kiddo from high school. So even though we have received the final paperwork, from our school district saying they have completed their course of study for high school, I have held on to it. If you have a kiddo that is headed to college, I mean, you're going to want to maybe, maybe keep it through college till they get their college degree. 
there have been some crazy stories about colleges asking for things in the middle of their college uh, years. So, I mean, it doesn't necessarily hurt. You can just take one box and just put everything in that and just know that it doesn't have to be super organized because if for some reason you needed it, you wouldn't mind taking the time to go through and organize it at that time. So at least I would say for a few years after they've graduated from high school, just in case, it'll make you feel a little bit better. But when it comes to all the younger years, to be honest, I pitched it all after I got my final approval from the school district. And we just moved on to the next school year then. But high school stuff I have held on to. And if they've taken any online courses or online college courses, I've made sure that I have gotten uh, unofficial transcripts and I could send, you know, the unofficial transcript if I needed to in the future. And you're thinking right now, high school, I only have a kindergartner or maybe a fifth grader, or maybe you're at middle school and you're thinking, oh, high school, or maybe you actually do have a high schooler. And you're like, that is so overwhelming. High school is super overwhelming. Well, it's not, it's, it's not impossible. So far now, super exciting. I know, I think I did mention it in a previous episode, but graduating my 17 year old a year early, he's ready. He's done. He has plans. He's got things that he wants to do in the world and with his life. And so it's not even impossible to graduate in three years. It really is possible. And if you're saying, Lee, I I think I have a kiddo that I want to do with that with. There's no reason for them to continue on for another year if it can be done in less time. What does that look like? Can you help me? Yes, that is what I'm able to do uh, in Clarify Your Homeschool. Because we break down, we're able to talk about specific age ranges, and we have times, we have calls where you're able to bounce ideas off of and you're able to contact and get in touch with me. And we can work together on your specific situation with your specific family and your kiddos. And so there are lessons about high school. And we can talk about how do we do transcripts? What classes should I even do? How do I get my kid into college? We're able to talk about all of those things specifically in Clarify Your Homeschool. And if you're ready to jump in, you're going to head to clarifyyourhomeschool.com. Super easy to remember because it's the same name of the course. So you can head on over there for all the information. If something like a payment plan is what you need for your family, go ahead and scroll down to the bottom of clarifyyourhomeschool.com and there are some other options right there for you. But let's stop feeling unsure and not having the confidence to homeschool. And if you have younger kiddos, you've probably heard many times, oh, you're not going to homeschool in high school, will you? And you're like thinking in the back of your mind, yes, I will. And you just don't quite know what to say. I'm going to tell you that you can homeschool in high school and it's actually a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it. All right, let's go to my last little tip here. Keep textbooks and books if you're going to need them for a younger child. And also keep things that you would use as reference material. However, if you find that you don't use those textbooks, those books for a younger child, or you don't even go into those reference materials, go ahead and pass it on. Give it to somebody else. Sell it do something to get it out of your house so that it isn't necessarily taking up space because if you're not using it, there's no reason to keep it. So I'm going to go with Elsa from Frozen here and I'm going to tell you to let it go. (laughs) If it's consumable, let it go. It's okay to not keep a lot of things. Again, we're going to go back and look at your, you know, homeschool regulations. Think about your personal preference. Depend, And then also it would depend upon what age they are, but don't be afraid. 
Now, I'm going to tell you right now, in the 11 years of homeschooling, I have never missed one thing that I have tossed, that I have shredded, that I have thrown into a uh, fire and we've cooked s'mores over it. That actually is pretty, my my kids thought that was really pretty cool and pretty fun when we burned their math books at a little, uh, little backyard fire there. But I've never missed any of it. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, oh, I'm still a little nervous about some of this, but I don't have the space, the room to keep anything. Here's an option for you. You can take pictures of some of their work, or you can simply scan in some of their work and just keep everything in a digital format so that you could print it out if you need to, or email it if you needed to, but you don't have all of that paperwork taking up space in your house. And it's much smaller. Just put it on an external hard drive and make sure you know where it is. And you might find just like me, you never miss it. You never knew that you didn't need it. Super great question and really good timing on this so that we can figure out what do we need? Let's go into our summer here, a couple pounds lighter, meaning couple pounds as far as paperwork and books. <laughs> but speaking of summer, I wanted to let you know that I'm going to be going to two episodes uh, for the summer. I'm just feeling a need to add a little bit of margin into my days and my weeks uh, this summer with my family. We've got some trips. We've got some projects that we want to do. I just want to add a little bit of wiggle room. I'll still be here. Don't worry. I'm going to stick you around here for the summer. And I'll see you back here again on Thursday. Have a great day, friend. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.